0: At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
2: And 2012. Wait, is that how you say it? Wednesday, October 17th, 2012. Yes, okay, good. We're off to a rocky start from the get go. Uh, I hope you can appreciate that. You guys, thank you so much. You are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host, Alexi Wasser. The intro song you just heard, in case any of you out there even give a fuck, is called Rome, which is a demo by an artist by the name of Father John Misty. Father John Misty uh, is a great guy. He's tall. He's handsome. He does tons of mushrooms. He used to be the drummer of Fleet Foxes. But we don't need to keep talking about that and use that as a crutch. Who gives a fuck? He's his own person. His real name is Joshua Tillman, Josh Tillman. He used to go by Jay Tillman. That was his solo career title name or what have you. Anyway, that is a demo by him. It's one of my favorite things. He gave me permission a while ago to play it. Uh, I think he forgot about giving me permission, but I, I continue to play it. So I dare you to go tell them. Go find them and tell them I'm still playing it so people can illegally download it uh, off my podcast radio show. You guys, now just to quickly explain, what is Boy Crazy Radio, you ask? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for asking. Boy Crazy Radio is basically, in a nutshell, a call-in advice show. Okay? I'm here for you. You pick up the phone. You call me with whatever fucking weird turmoil and bullshit you're going through, and I'll talk about it with you. Why? I don't know. Because I'm an only child. I have a lot of energy. I just love doing this. It makes me feel so happy. Take me by the hand. I'll take you by yours, and we'll go on a magical journey every Wednesday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. This is for anyone. This show, Boy Crazy Radio, if, if you feel like you don't belong, I just want you to know that Boy Crazy Radio is now your new home away from home, okay? Okay? If you don't even have a home, it's your home. This is your place to be, okay? I, I'm here for you. Uh, you guys, maybe if, if any of you happen to fall under this category, if you're not sure if Boy Crazy Radio is right for you, uh, see if you fall under any of these, uh, any of these categories. Okay, you guys, are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating and picking at your face? Well, cut the fuck out! Who's going to love you if you keep doing that and you're all pop face marks? It's gross! Don't do it! I've done it! You don't want to do that! Uh, are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Me too! Are your friends assholes who talk shit behind your back? Is the guy you like not responding to your text message, your Facebook poke, your retweet, or your Instagram like? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit! Oh my god! Do you the a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? <gasps> then this is your lucky day because that is exactly what this is. Let me, Alexi Celine Wasser, yes, that's my full name, be the shoulder that you cry on. All I want to do, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed. And maybe, just maybe if I'm lucky, the big sister that you jerk off to. So call in, pick up your smartphone, call me using Gmail or Skype Whatever it is you need to do to get through and dial, okay? The telephone number is 646-378-0649, or you can call me toll-free at area code 877-569-3588. Oh, my God. You guys, what is going on with you? I'll tell you what's going on with me. It's October 17th, and I feel like uh, the entire month of October is flipping through my fingers. There are so many Halloweeny things to do that I was so excited about doing that I have yet to do. I have yet to go to a pumpkin patch. Uh, I have not yet been to – well, this is only partially true. I haven't been to Universal Studios' Halloween Horror Nights, and no, I'm not sponsored by them, but I'm trying. I wish. Uh, I have not been there. Uh, I did go to Halloween Horror Nights – Horror Nights. Horror Nights? Horror Nights? Anyway, you decide. Tell me later um, how it's pronounced. Okay um i went to the universal studios halloween thing in orlando like like a week ago or 10 days ago or two weeks ago um but i feel like it's better i don't want to be uh not grateful for my experience because i went out for my friend's birthday and he took me flew me out to universal studios and we went to disneyland disney world i'm sorry we went to disney world we went to Epcot Center. It was all great. It was all exciting. It's all things I've never done before um, until I realized I'm – I was really into it until I realized, like, I'm an adult. And, uh, like, Orlando and Florida in general sucks. And it was super humid. And there are tons of children and gross people that I don't want to interact with or have anything to do with. Just milling about left and right, and like their crazy lines and all this shit. So basically, I am complaining, but at least I tried not to complain on the trip. And I and I hope I hope my friend is not listening to this podcast. But I had a blast anyway. You know, I can check it off the list. But I really truly feel that Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights in Los Angeles, in Hollywood, not Hollywood, Florida, Hollywood, California, is way better because the uh, the weird, scary people who chase you from ride to ride. Because in case you've never been. Not only are the rides scary and do they change the park so there are a bunch of, like, haunted houses and, like, weird mazes and all these fun, exciting, Halloweeny things to do within the park that aren't usually there uh, the rest of the year. But when you're looking at your map and you're all confused and you don't know which ride to go to, while you're looking at your map, eating your churro or your soft pretzel with, with uh, mustard or whatever, scary monsters chase you with chainsaws, and they don't just come up to you real quick. I mean, they come up to you. They don't just come up to you. They full-on, like, chase you, and they don't stop. And they've got, like, chainsaws minus the blade, but, like, the chainsaws are live. They're going, and they're really loud, and they put them right to your ear. And I don't know how they have not accidentally hurt people. They probably have. Maybe I'll be one of the first people that, that, somebody that gets injured at Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights in Los Angeles, California. Anyway, so I have to do that. I really want to go to a, a, a full-on pumpkin patch. Usually every year I go to the Doheny Mr. Bones Pumpkin Patch in in uh, Los Angeles because I live in Hollywood. Just, I'm, I, I'm just giving you all this unnecessary useless information, but just bear with me, okay? I'm very excited about October, and I feel like it's slipping through my fingers and yours, so just fucking bear with me. Can't I get excited for one goddamn thing other than a guy for two seconds without you fucking breathing down my neck? I just don't get it. <gasps> Oh, my God. Um, I don't even smoke, and yet I'm gasping more and more during every episode because I'm manic, and I'm talking fast, and I'm trying to let you guys know that I think I have some important things to say, kind of maybe not really. All right. Let me get back on track. So usually I go to Mr. Bones, which is kind of a fancy pumpkin patch where, like, all the fancy kids, like like a Surrey Cruise would probably go to a Mr. Bones pumpkin patch. So it's kind of a lot of pressure. There are weird paparazzi there. It's a bummer when you're you're like when you're, uh, nobody wants the paparazzi you. And I'm not saying that's the goal. I'm just saying... Why go to some weird, fancy thing uh, where, like, you're you're uh, inundated with paparazzi trying to move you out of the way, um, and you're around all these, like, weird kids with, like, designer handbags? It's like a weird vibe. It's, like, super creepy and bizarro, all right? I'll, I'll reserve that for when I watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't need to live that in my real life. It's kind of gross. So what I want to do this year is get off the beaten path, and go deep into the valley, maybe even Woodland Hills maybe. For those of you who live in California, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, Google it. Uh there's this place called Pierce College. It's a community college. Um I won't be trolling for dudes there unless I see somebody really cute or whatever. But um it's deep in the valley, they do this whole old timey kind of pumpkin patch hay ride thing with like a corn husk maze thing or a hay maze or I don't know, something that involves corn husks and and uh and hay and a maze, and a hayride, and, uh, I don't know if botting for apples even happens anymore, um, but it's, like, super old-timey, and it's, it's probably, I don't know, I want to do that. What else do I want to do? Oh, I was thinking I kind of want to go to the Disneyland, um, halloween thing they do, but that'll probably be super ridiculous and lame, but maybe I'll do that, um, I want to go to I want to, I want to go to this weird play called Sleep No More. Is that what it's called? I think it's only in New York. Maybe I have to fly to New York. I want to get a Ouija board at Hollywood Toys and Costumes and try out the Ouija board. And then, and then if I make contact with a ghost or with the dead or somebody from beyond or whatever on the other side, I'll have that experience. Hopefully, live through it and then throw the Ouija board away. Uh, later tonight, I'm probably going to watch, and by probably I mean totally, I'm going to watch the uh, the debut episode of season two of American Horror Story, because I was completely hooked on the first season. It was fucking epic, but this is like a whole other thing where it takes place in an asylum. I don't know if I'm going to get into it, but I've got to give it the old college try. Um, So there are all these fucking things. is what I'm trying to tell you that I'm doing that I have not yet done. I feel like a failure, and I would like for you to call in and let me know if there's anything I've left off my list, okay? Because we're 17 days in, we only have so much time left, starting from tonight on. It's going to be all about Halloween, like, I'm, and there's no fucking around anymore for me. Anyway, that was my Halloween rant. Um, what else happened this week that I want to talk to you about? Okay, I watched two movies that blew my mind. One movie that I've yet to talk about that I can't believe I waited so long to see, but I just watched it on demand, is the Katy Perry documentary part of me. Is that what it's called? Like, I don't know. Anyway, I watched the Katy Perry documentary, and it was fucking amazing i don't know if it's because i was pmsing or what my deal was but i started watching it you know and i always make jokes saying you know when i get my hair cut that i don't want my hair guy to cut my bangs so drastically that i'm left with katie perry bangs because i really don't like her bangs you know because they're too drastic they're too short they're too intense i've already done that i did that years ago i don't need to continue that look anyway so i've kind of made fun of her i feel like i'm a bit of a dick because uh I'm sure her ears are burning. And now that I see this documentary, I'm all about Katy Perry. Not really, but I do have a newfound respect for her. She's such a hustler. Those songs are fucking catchy. Wide awake. I love that. Um, I love that other weird song about the alien. The alien song, which I assume was about Russell Brand. The moral of the story is the reason I love this Katy Perry documentary so much is because it made me feel so many feelings. Are you with me on this? Does anybody out there agree? Please call in to let me know if if, if you're with me. And if, if anybody has any inside scoop as to why Russell Brand, spoiler alert, and Katy Perry got a divorce, please call in because I have to know what happened. It just, oh, God. It made me really excited about the prospect and possibility of falling in love. Like, in a, you know, you know when you fall in love and it's, like, so extreme and it's, like, falling, like, oh, God, it's, like, the most epic feeling in the world. Like, you can't breathe when you can't see the other person, and you, all you do is think about them. You still get your stuff done, but you're like elated when you're doing all your errands and when you're doing your work and you're getting, you're, you're accomplishing stuff, and it makes you a better version of you because you want to make the person you're with proud. Like you want to be your best because now you have like your other half or this other person. Like ideally, both of you should be whole, whole, healthy people when you come together. But you're, oh, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm watching this movie and she meets Russell Brand or she's talking about how in love she is with him and then they're going to get married and then they do get married and then then they're trying to make it work and you just see the elation and the excitement and, the and like, the romance of it all from the beginning and then you just watch it kind of, like, dissipate and fall apart and then all of a sudden, like, it's so vague and you don't know what happened. Did he cheat on her? Is he just being a dick and not making the effort that she's making? Because she would fly back to Los Angeles or to where, wherever he was to make make their relationship work because they're both such successful crazy workaholics and doing their stuff and in the, in the you know, uh, in the midst of their huge careers. Uh, anyway, and then after I watched the movie, I was weeping, by the way. I was weeping watching this movie, just fucking, like, guttural screams. I must have been PMSing. But I was like, I was like,
0: oh, God, no, Why? What happened?
2: And it made me actually feel get mad at the guy that I was seeing while I was watching the movie because for some reason I felt betrayed by him. Like I took Katy Perry's um, disenchantment and her her like devastation. I took that to heart as if it were my own, and it made me question true love. Yes, maybe Katy Perry and Russell Brand's relationship wasn't what they thought it was, or wasn't meant to be, or, or it burned so bright too quickly, and that's why it had to burn out. But doesn't anything burn bright and then just maintain or just a little bit longer than two years? I mean, yes, they're very famous people. Maybe it was impossible, but, oh, God, I was so devastated, and I'm dying to know what happened. I'm dying to know how you felt about the movie. Um, Anyway, so that experience happened and made me wonder if real love even exists, if two people with with tons of money and success and all their dreams coming true, if they can't make it work, who can? I guess just two lazy people with not much going on. Maybe. Maybe not even that, those people. Um, another movie I watched is called. Uh, well, you know what? I'll get. Let me let me take a phone call. But I'll tell you about that in a second. But it, it inspired me, and I think you should watch it too. It's like Gene. Forget it. Never mind. Hello, Eric. Good. 706. What's your name? How old are you? Hello. I'm Haley. Haley. What's going on? Nothing much, just sitting in bed avoiding homework. So that's what. Oh, how old are you? I'm 20. I am in college and it's hard and I hate it. Where is area code 706? I'm in Athens, Georgia. Uh oh, Athens, Georgia. Oh, that's my friend. He is working in Savannah, Georgia. And then he drove to meet me in Orlando to go to Disney World. Yeah, Savannah's about four or five hours away for me. Um, Well, what is going on with you? Besides uh, avoiding homework, what's happening with you? Well, I called to ask a question, which is pretty very – it's kind of lame, but I am wondering – there's a guy in the gym. I go to the University of Georgia, and there's this guy that works in the gym that I'm madly in love with. I just think he's gorgeous, and I try to talk to him all the time, and I just cannot ask him on a date. Like, I don't know what to do or say, and I was wondering if you had any advice (laughs) – Oh my God! Well, first of all, do you think you're good looking? Like, answer me honestly. Yeah, yes, yes. Well, let's say, uh, let's try to wear some kind of cute all-black uh, legging and uh, tank top, loosey goosey tank top, black bra situation next time you go to the gym. Okay? So let's mm-hmm. let's give you your let's give you. I want I want you to give yourself the best shot you can possibly have. Okay? Okay. So you're a little bit dewy. You have that whole no makeup but wearing a little bit of makeup kind of look. You know, yeah. with the a little bit of mascara, even skin tone, um, natural colored lip, except you do have a little bit of uh, lip stain on or whatever, but not too much you don't want to look desperate. You're a woman. You have a vagina. I don't know how many times I can say this to people because, I mean, I know that I'm an extreme version of a person where, of a, of a girl, because I have no shame, and I'll talk to anybody all the time. But I, too, get shy when I speak to a guy that I have a crush on because all of a sudden it matters. So I, I totally get um mm-hmm why, why scary have you ever talked to him before yes i we've exchanged names and we smile at each other every time i'm in there but i just can't like i went there the other day and i spoke to him and made him change the channel on the tv and then i was looked at him and said um and i couldn't get out will you go to coffee with will you get coffee with me and it just i looked pathetic i it was horrible it's like a train well, wreck in slow motion. I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't. You're just in your head about it. Don't forget, like he would be so happy and lucky to be having sex with you. I think. But then again, I'm generalizing everything. <laughs> how old? How old do you think he is? He seems. I'm pretty sure he's a senior, so he's 21 probably. 21, 22. And, and he works at the gym. Yes. Um. Why don't? So here's another thing. Maybe he. Because I, ideally, I would like for the man to make the first move. Mm-hmm. You know. But it is 2012, and everything's topsy-turvy, and women, there are no rules, and everything's ridiculous, so who knows what to do anymore. But he might not be making the first move because he works there, or he has a girlfriend, or he's seeing somebody, or he just doesn't want to make it awkward with you because you guys will have to see each other if it doesn't work out, or if you guys hang out or hook up and it doesn't yeah. work out, you know? Probably. You, why don't you just pass him next time? I mean, and I invite anybody else out there who's listening to to give Haley their own advice they might have better advice, but why don't you just ask him what classes he's taking? Go, I never see it. Like, what class, what are you majoring in? Or, like, what are you studying? So you're a senior? Or, and then compliment his calves. Be like, oh, my God. You should be like, are those calf implants? Because apparently guys care. I heard guys care about their calves. Really? That's what I heard. There's I've a whole really MTV. That, but... Yeah, there's, like, an MTV um I think it was an MTV made or some kind of MTV documentary about how like this one crazy kooky guy like went out, went out of his way and got calf implants because it mattered to him so much. (laughs) So from then on, after seeing that, that MTV special, I'll go to Whole Foods like trolling for attractive men. And if I see a guy in like gym pants or whatever, or whatever he's wearing, like, like with his calves exposed, and he's clearly like just back from the gym or something, Mm -hmm. I'll look at him and I'll go, um, excuse me, I know this is, like, totally random, but you have really nice cats. <laughs> and then and then I feel like, goes... I feel like you really like grocery store men. I always read that on your on your blog. It's like, oh, what did you say? I said I always read that on your blog, that you say stuff about, like, meeting men at the grocery store, and that it's, like, this wonderful thing. Like, I feel, I feel like you do that a lot.
0: Like, talk I to guys do. at the
2: grocery store. Well, it's funny because, yeah, I think Whole Foods is such a wonderful, highbrow, casual place to meet a guy because... Maybe it says they're healthy. They have enough money to afford Whole Foods. It's a neutral place. It's like it's not like some dark bar where you like meet a guy. Well, actually, this is worse for a guy. A guy will meet a girl in a dark bar, and then they'll get into the light, and then he'll see her face and be like, big Oh my God, oh my God, she's a monster. But, like, this is it's cooler, I think, for both parties to meet each other. Like, well, I don't want to say a laundromat because that means both of you are, are like living in squalor and don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but you you are a college student, so you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, Meet a guy at Whole Foods or tell the, listen, the point is go to the gym, just be super casual and upbeat and just ask him about him and then ask him what he's, like, what time he gets off work and, like, if he ever wants to hang out. Okay. Great advice. I think that would be great. It's just been kind of nerve-wracking to do because I don't want him to be like, oh, about that. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Oh, no, but. But here's the deal, you just, have, you just have to play it like you don't give a fuck, because here's the deal, you're 20 years old, I'm older than you, and even I know, I'm not ready to have a baby now, neither are you, neither should you be ready to Got have a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're not looking to have a baby or get married, so how devastated could this dude make, like, h- h- he can't rip your heart out because he's not the one, like, he's not, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be an asshole, but like, no, 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 it's so true, no. Yeah, like, let's take the power away from, like, you're giving all your power to this, you know, virtual stranger. Like, you don't really know him. He could be a total bonehead. He could have a tiny private. He could be horrible in bed. You could hate his friends. His parents could be, you know, the the racist monsters. I mean, I don't know. Like, you don't even know this guy. So, like, he should be, just try to frame it like, like, he's just a new person you're meeting. No big deal. He should be, you know, he should be lucky to—he's lucky to hang out with you. You're lucky to hang out with. No big deal. Whatever. It doesn't matter. If it doesn't work out, you're gonna survive. He's not the man of your dreams. You know, he's not the, the guy you end up with. You know,
0: because
2: mm-hmm. your priority is doing well in school, making your dreams come true, dreaming big, um, writing lists—long, long lists of goals that you're setting for yourself—and then making all those goals realized. And this guy, and any other guy that follows whoever you do eventually start dating or sleeping with, and and there will be lots of them, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, The goal with all those guys is just to learn about yourself, learn about what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what, you know, who makes you happy, or maybe you'll learn about things you need to work on personally, like maybe weird shit will come up when you're intimate with someone, and you'll be like, oh, I'm kind of bossy and controlling, or (laughs) I I, I have the need to talk about ex-boyfriends, or I'm kind of rude to people, I've got to like, but I didn't know that because I, you know, I was never close enough to anybody to have to see myself reflected in their eyes. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, so you're going to use these guys that you date as like a tool to better yourself and and grow up. Yeah. All right. I ranted enough. I hope I hope no.
1: that helped. Please. Yeah, I definitely
2: did. Thank you so much. And by next Wednesday, um, you will have spoken to this guy, and I want you to call back and let me know how it goes. And that. In a legal bond. You better call me back or I'll fucking kill you. Anyway, um, so the other movie that I uh, – oh, phone lines are open. Area code 646-378-0649. Let me know you're out there. Let me know you like Boy Crazy Radio. You can also call me using a uh, toll-free telephone number, which is area code 877-569-3588. Call me if you call me. I'll send you naked pictures of myself. No, I won't. How dare you? I can't believe you. Just fucking pick up the call. I'll pick up the phone. Anyway, the other movie that I watched. Uh, I don't even believe in naked pics. I go through phases. Sometimes I will send people naked photos of myself because I feel like, <sighs> what does it all even matter? But I would never send a picture of my private. Um, maybe maybe a side boob shot. Maybe maybe from like my my the lips on my face, uh, down and just to my boobs, but that's it. Anyway, I'm going to take another phone call and then I'll tell you about the Woody Allen documentary that blew my mind. Uh, Erica, 3-1-L? 3-1-L, you just called. 31 one l Listen. Oh, you're out of here. I can't believe this. 3-1-L got scared and ran away. This is fucking ridiculous. All right. So I watched uh, a Woody Allen documentary, on Netflix, it's a two-parter. Go, you know, sign up for Netflix. Get onto the Netflix that you already are signed up for. Fucking immediately start watching Woody Allen, a uh, documentary. It's fucking epic. It's so inspiring. You know what I feel like? I feel like that's something I've got to remember. If I start dating someone who doesn't like Woody Allen, and I've done that before, I just have to just leave. If I ever go out to dinner with a guy who tells me. Uh, Here's the thing. I think I'm going to – I'm making too many rules, but I'm all jumbled in my brain. I'm going through – I'm experiencing a lot of feelings again. I can't help it. I'm constantly feeling too many feelings or not enough. Um, Yeah, I just got very inspired by this documentary. Um, I want to read – what is going on tonight? This is crazy. By the way, it's an inferno in Los Angeles, and it's uh, – by by Los Angeles, I mean – boy crazy studios and by boy crazy studios boy crazy radio studios i mean my apartment it is so fucking hot in los angeles today it got cool for a second and now it's just ridiculously hot so i um get emails from people um serve, and i serve as people's big sister and people send me these emails to boy alexi at gmail.com and i got one uh the other day i get i get a bunch but this one it was really special and, and moved me. Um, I'm, I'm constantly being moved by Katy Perry documentaries, Woody Allen documentaries, and now this letter that I'm about to read you. Dear Alexi, how can someone overcome negative perceptions that they have of themselves? I'm dating this extremely attractive guy and seriously want to bed him and see all of his sexiness, but I am so extremely self-conscious, and it's making me crazy. I consider myself pretty hot, as do many of the other guys I have been in bed with. But every time I'm with a new guy, it's always the same thing. See, I have this gnarly scar in my leg from an accident I was in. It's pretty big and pretty noticeable. So so is the smaller one on my knee. Guys always ask me what happened after I get all naked for them. It's such a mood killer. I just want to fuck. Not give a disposition on something that happened when I was 11 years old, for Christ's sake. This happening almost every time I've taken my clothes off makes me not want to bed my new guy. What should I do? It's been almost a year since I've had any sex. I'm seriously frustrated. Signed, frustrated. All right. So uh, you're writing to me about your scar, and the reason why this stuck out for me is because I have lots of scars on my body. Not a ton. I'm not a cutter. How dare you? But if I was, it would be cool. Angelina Jolie's a cutter. Anyway, how did this turn into some weird celebrity-infused, like me talking about pop culture and, like, Katy Perry and, like, Paparazzi and yakuishmackity. Anyway, let me just get back on track. Um, I believe the issue when I'm when I'm gathering from this is uh. All right, okay. You don't like to explain the scar, but does the scar make you feel unattractive?
0: Hmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
2: Okay. Blah blah blah. Guys always ask me what happened. I get naked for them. It's such a mood killer. I just want to fuck. And not give it. Blah blah. Listen. Uh, ideally. Ideally the guy that you're about to quote unquote fuck um it's a little bit tacky and tasteless for him to be like, "Whoa, what's that?" But sometimes, I mean, I don't I'm not in the situation that you're in, but I have been in that situation like I said, I have scars on my body. I have a scar in my stomach from from my, pe- uh, my appendix having ruptured and they cut me open the wrong way. They didn't just do the normal appendectomy um incision which which is supposed to be on the left-hand side and all small and cute or whatever. It did this horrible, crazy – because I used to go to Kaiser Permanente. For those of you in Los Angeles who know, there's a big difference between Cedar sinai and Kaiser. And now I go to Cedar sinai because I'm an adult and I make money uh, – enough money, not that much money, but enough to actually make sure I don't go to some fucking butcher shop, which is what Kaiser is essentially. Um, so I went to Kaiser. My, my appendix ruptured. They cut me open in this bizarro way. So now I have a a vertical – beneath my belly button that's like pretty kinda long, kinda long. And I also have a Harry Potter-esque pork chop shaped scar on my forehead, but I cover that with bangs. And I have like I have a few other tiny, teeny, tiny scars. But the main ones are the one on my forehead and the one on my stomach. And I used to think, oh my God, what if I'm hanging out with a guy and I really like him and then all of a sudden he gets me naked. And he just looks at my stomach and goes, ah, "What the fuck? What's that?" But that's never happened. But what does happen is, I go, I try to say it in a sexy way, I go, "Oh, um, this is my scar. Have you did you did you notice my scar? I'm sure you did, or something." Or I go, "Oh, hey, I have a scar," because I'll forget about it because I've had it for so long. I don't even you know give it a second thought. But I am a, you know. But then when I realize, oh fuck, this guy's never seen it. Let me let's talk about it. So I bring it up just because I beat him to the punch, and I figure like, I don't know, it's a it's a neat story. It doesn't have to be off putting. It's just like a cute little moment to explain something that happened to you. And and if it, if you really do hate talking about it, just be like, yeah, it's my scar. I don't really want to talk about it. It's a it's a boner killer. Or I hate the phrase boner killer, but you can also be like, it's just a uh, it's just yeah want to talk about it it's my scar we'll get it. we'll get into it later just kiss me you know just keep it light and, and don't blame the guy but if a dude does say something offensive and rude the cool thing about having a scar is that it's automatically uh, you can use it as a tool to weed out assholes so if a guy is abrasive and a fucking clawed dick and rude about it and be like what the fuck happened you monster or hey frankenstein or what's up scar face or blah 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 you just go Okay, cool, and you put your clothes on, and you kick them out, or you get the hell out of there. Um, But as for, in general, anybody out there who's listening, if you do have scars on your body, and you are self-conscious about them, and me giving you this advice from first-hand experience, get over it. It's okay. Scars are awesome. They build character. They're they're it's a symbol your scar is uh it's proof that you've been through something traumatic or, or something that you've you've survived so it's kind of like it's a badge of honor like it's they're awesome they're way cooler than tattoos uh i have scars padma or Padma Lashkey or whatever the fuck her name is from top chef she has a huge scar on her arm she fucking uh i don't like the word rocks it i hate the phrase rocks it Ugh, but i'm gonna say it padma laski fucking rocks it um you know she's she's a, she's a hot babe or whatever. Uh, there's there's that one-legged Aviva Drescher on Real Housewives of New York City. And they're all beautiful and great and strong. And uh, yeah, it's just character building. It's all good. So don't get a tattoo. Just uh, be proud of your scars. Don't be embarrassed. Um. Anyway, so that's my segment on scars, guys. Uh. I have a friend. You know what? Hold on one second. Let me get to the. Let me figure out what's going on here. Um, I have, huh? I have a friend, named Dallas Clayton, and he is a children's book author. And it's kind of bizarre because we both do very different things. I have a, a blog. It's called I'mBoyCrazy.com, where I talk about awkward and uncomfortable sexual experiences I found myself in, or which, or, or, or it's where I write, you know, all my musings on relationships and what it all means and what what the point of life is, and what goals are and when it comes to love and interacting with people and, and I don't know. And my friend Dallas, you know, I'll talk about, like, my fear of getting herpes, which I have yet to get. It's only a matter of time, but I've yet to get herpes. Um, Oh, my God. Even though yesterday I was talking to this guy that I was on a date with and I was feeling really insecure about stuff. I was just having a really weird day where I was super anxiety-ridden about work stuff and and just I don't know I'm just overwhelmed. Have you ever just had one of those days where you're just like I don't know, where you can barely breathe because something's in the air and you're just like not handling responsibilities or just life in general in a good way and you're just kind of anxious. I just had a a feeling of panic and dread and anxiety in my soul. And uh and he said, "Oh, you know, I'll, I'll you know, you should you should look to me to make you feel better when you're going through something like that. You shouldn't want to avoid me so one thing that i pointed out that was giving me anxiety which is such a fucking non-issue it's such a first world white girl blah blah whatever other cliche that exists for like a non-problem i showed him like some weird mark on like my bikini line from like i try to get rid of a hair with tweezers and like because i'll do that like I go into these weird like kind of meditative bells where I'm like, where I try to like tweeze all the hair on my pubic bo- bone, and I'll, like, on my bikini line. So I'll just like do this, and it's epic, and I love it, and I'll lose like an hour just like tweezing hair, whether it's from my eyebrows or from my bikini line. It's fucking sick and twisted, but pretty normal, and I know other girls who do it, and how dare you fucking judge me? But I told them about this, and I was trying to like reveal something about myself that made me shy and embarrassed or something, so I like moved my undies aside a little bit, and I was like... Yeah, I have that, or you know, that's bothering me. And then he made some joke about how if we had had sex and he had seen that, he would have assumed I had herpes or something. Well, that's not even what herpes looks looks like, and not that I even know, but I have googled it and I do not have herpes. But I could not even believe it. I could not even handle that that joke. um What was the fucking point of any of this? I don't know. Oh. So I will write about herpes and weird shit like that and tweezing my bikini line and stuff. And then I have my friend Dallas Clayton, who has nothing to do with any of that. He writes children's books. And somebody just emailed me a song they wrote um, inspired by Dallas, and it's called An Awesome Song, because my friend Dallas Clayton wrote a children's book called An Awesome Book. And while, yes, I'm very proud of my friend Dallas. He's in a Google commercial where it's basically just a commercial for him. And it's about him reading his children's book and how he self-published his book and all of his success and how he reads to to children at schools and whatnot. I'm so proud of my friend. I love him. I I love him. But why is somebody emailing me a song they wrote about my friend to me? So I forwarded it to – I mean, I'm happy I got it, and I'm going to play it in a bit. But uh, my main point is, no, I'm not jealous of my friend Dallas. My main point is, because I'm such a fucking dick, I'm now all excited – To uh, ask you guys out there, if any of you are musical, I would love for you to write a theme song for Boy Crazy Radio and email it to me. Email me an MP3, if you come up with something, uh, to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Oh, and I had a liberal something or other caller coming in. Uh, We just dropped this call. If you're calling me via Skype, try again. You will get through. Anyway, this is a song that one of my friends fans wrote for wrote for him. is called An Awesome Song, inspired by Dallas Clayton's book, An Awesome Book.
0: There are places in the world where people do not dream Rocket power, neocorns became machine magic watermelon
2: you know what? I'm just not feeling it. I can't. I can't. I can't play that song with a straight face. I'm sorry. At first, when I heard it before the show and I listened back, I was like, "Oh, that's really cool. They just put Dallas's book to music, and that's fantastic." But you know what? I was just talking about herpes and bikini lines and tweezers, and uh, and you know, hitting on dudes and calf implants. I can't play essentially a song for children. I mean, yes, it's for all ages. I'm sure. I just can't do it. Um. Anyway. Pick up your phone, call in, let me know how you're feeling. Um, I was texting, oh, the telephone number is area code 646-378-0649 or call me toll free at area code 877-569-3588. Um, call me using Skype. Pick up your smartphone. You call me using Gmail. I think all these things are possible. Um I was texting with Ariel Pink this morning, and, and uh, Ariel is lately has become basically my sidekick on this show. He's a lovely guy. He's like uh, he's basically four foot two. Jk, Jk. He's shorter than me. I'm an Amazonian. I'm like five eleven. He's got he's adorable. He's very smart. He's a great musician or whatever. And we like to talk about love and relationships, what it all means, what the goal of you know dating is, or or love, or getting older, and blah, 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 all this stuff. So he texted me this article that I want to talk about. Yikes. Oh. Now, I posted an article on my website called The End of Men, basically about how there's kind of a power shift going on nowadays between men and women, and how it wasn't meant to be like this, but because... It's in it's a power shift. Men are morphing into women, women into men. Uh, women are career-driven and crazy. And and in a way, it's it's emasculated men. There are no rules. I talked about this earlier, but, like, it's like you want a guy to be a man, but women are refusing to kind of let a man be a man. You want a guy to make you feel like a woman in the bedroom You want a guy to make as much money as you or make more money than you. You want him to be polite, but then you want to have – it's just all this fucking shit. It's just so confusing. And and, uh, Ariel sent me this – oh, God, I don't even know if I can access it. But it's an article about the end of men, and it goes even deeper, and it's talking about how right now it seems like teens and 20-somethings and women in college and career-driven women in their 20s are subscribing to this thing where it's kind of like basically – hookup culture where it's kind of like no woman and I don't know tell me if I'm wrong but it seems because I'm experiencing this too cause I, I kind of agree and I thought I just I thought this just recently dawned on me and as, as the way to, to play relationships but it seems as though the goal is or the way to date is don't get locked in by a label focus on your career now don't waste time in relationships because that's what this article is talking about, about how how women suffer way more than men when relationships happen because we're more emotional about things or, you know, we have to deal with whatever, unwanted pregnancies or whatever weird stuff happens uh, as far as sex is concerned. I'm probably completely paraphrasing all this incorrectly and I wish I'm going to post it on my website so I don't misrepresent the article. But it just does talk about how nowadays this is kind of what the modern woman is doing. We're living in a hookup culture where you focus on your work, you get um, all your your ducks in a row before you start looking for an actual relationship or before you'll be open to one. And I feel like men have been doing that for years. And it's another example of women working the men. Does any of this make sense? Let me know if you're experiencing any of this either. If you're kind of like a woman you're kind of cold and closed off or you're just very wary of, Belonging to someone, and I struggle with this because you're so focused on your career, and you don't want to be held accountable to someone, or you don't want to have to. And here's, and this is why I'm so confused. I'm clearly having a rant right now. I'm having some weird, Adderall-driven, even though I'm not even on Adderall, crazy weird rant. I get confused because I am a romantic at heart. Clearly, I write about love. I'm searching for something. I have weird daddy issues. I'm in therapy. I'm working through my issues. And I have this idea of what love is supposed to be. And I talked about this in previous episodes with Ariel. I've talked about how my my idea of what love is supposed to be, and I'm probably completely wrong because my relationship, my, my crazy what I thought love was relationships when I was younger, those were dysfunctional. And those took a lot of energy away from me and things I was trying to accomplish because I probably, I didn't have very many things I wanted to accomplish yet because I didn't know what my goals were. And also, there's just so much emotional turmoil. Oh my God, I love him. I miss him. Where is he? Is he thinking about me? Where is he? He didn't reply to my text or he's not calling or, oh no, you're leaving me? You're not going to sleep over this and that? Like, that's this crazy emotional roller coaster and so much pain and, and agony and longing and heartache and all this feeling in the pit of my stomach you know when, when when we're good we're high and great and when it was bad it was low and horrible and that's when I thought or think I must still think that that's what love is but that's not healthy but then when I have a healthy relationship with someone and it's even keel and it's it's logical I like I don't know I feel like I'm missing something and that's my own problem. Those are my own issues. But, and then I have other sides of myself where I go, well, what what could I possibly be looking for right now? Like I said earlier tonight when I was talking to that girl who was going to, you know, was too shy to hit on the guy that works on her gym. What, what do you really think is going to come out of that relationship? Or, or what do I think is going to really come out of any relationship that I'm in right now if, if my end goal at this point in my life is not to have kids or get married? Like, why do I put so much fucking weight and importance on these relationships with these people that I know aren't going to be the one that I stay with? And I also, like, don't want to – I say I don't want to have a boyfriend because I want to be career-driven. I don't want to belong to anyone because I want to be some kind of mysterious, sexy girl who who you can't catch, who belongs to no one, who – has affairs with people and I mean you know, I'm not saying married men but I'm just saying I I I think I I think another sexy aspect or idea that sounds enticing is to be like I don't know some yeah some just girl some, a, a girl that, that nobody can catch because I belong to no one and I'm super independent and I'm comfortable and happy enough being alone so I've all these ideas of things I want no boyfriend career driven or a boyfriend who fucking loves me and I'm obsessed with him and we love each other so much. I just don't even know what I want. I don't know what the fuck to do. So I guess all of it just means I haven't found the right person. Is that it? Because when you find the right person, you don't have to think so much and you just have to be with them and you make it work. And it's just so fucking confusing. And to go, to get back to the Woody Allen documentary, I think I was so moved. And I think I've always, by the documentary, and I think I've, I, I've always been obsessed Or at least, you know, I've always been obsessed with Woody Allen and and seen every single movie he's ever made, even when people talk shit about him and say, oh, that movie sucks. I I go to the movies every year, and I see every Woody Allen movie that he does. I go by myself because I don't want to have to talk to anybody. I love Woody Allen. I'm all all over the place right now. Pardon me. Um, But I think one of the reasons I'm so obsessed and fascinated by him is because the theme of all of his movies... The themes are love, searching, um, what is it all about, death, the fact that we're all just going to die, you know, the impending doom of death, and, like, that just rings, I don't know, that's why I, am this documentary, oh, my God, I'm getting text, how can I do this podcast and get texts? It's just too much. Um Oh God! I just got texted by somebody asking me where I live. Do I live in Los Feliz? Just because I have bangs doesn't mean I live in Los Feliz. Jesus fucking Christ! Um, but I really do have to move back to the East Side at some point. I, I really do miss Los Feliz. I live, I I live somewhere other than Los Feliz, um, but not in the Valley. Anyway, so I think that's why, like I, I like cried at the end of this Woody Allen documentary because he's so inspiring. Soon ye madness aside. Because I don't even want to think about that. Because that's such a weird thing that he did with his stepdaughter. Anyway, it just it just got me to this place where it's like, okay, it's okay that I have a, a website and a podcast where all I do is fucking nitpick and poke and search and ramble and rant, like I'm doing right now about the topics of, you know, love. Falling in love, losing love, being single, being alone, heartbreak, searching, what it all means, living like you're dying and trying to have as many crazy adventures and and no regrets as possible. I mean, so I just I think for the first time I was like, Oh, I knew I loved Woody Allen, but now I'm even clearer on how it's kind of affected my life and the similarities because like that's how simple life is. You wake up, you go to sleep, you breathe. Maybe you go to the bathroom if you're gross. I mean, I don't because just like good girls don't do that. But like you, you, you meet people, you 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 make out, you have sex, you try people on for size, you break up, you feel bad about it, you think about. I mean, just like love, sex, dating, eating, sleeping. I don't know. It's all so simple, and then we all just die. Listen. I don't know what's going on tonight on October 17th, but I'm I'm having a lot of thoughts and feelings and ranting like a like a like a, a nutcase. But uh if any of this rings true for you, let me know. Are you even out there? Is anybody even listening to Boy Crazy Radio? Cuz if not, oh god, what's happening? Um next week we're going to have a guest. It won't just be me rambling like a crazy person drinking Earl Grey tea and half-and-half, and half wearing all black. Um, oh. I do want to take a Boy Crazy voicemail message because uh, I always say I'm going to play those, and I rarely play those. I have a thing called Boy Crazy voicemail, and... This is for people who can't call in during the live show or for anybody who wants to call in and leave a message um, and tell me what you're thinking about. And the whole point of it is you leave a message, it's under a minute, you don't include your telephone number, and then I will I will answer your question on the following show. So here's something going on. Have I – I don't know if I played this, but we'll find out.
1: Oh, hello. Um.
2: I just wanted to see if this number would work, and I hope this is the right number. Otherwise, this would be really, really awkward. Um, anyway, uh, I just wanted to say that things are pretty nice with me right now, and I hope they're good with you too. Anyway, have a nice day. Am I the only person having problems in America? I can't believe this! God damn it! That girl's fine. How dare you? How dare you call in and flaunt your your uh, you know your good nature? and how wonderful your life is all over Boy Crazy Radio. And the Hi Lexi, I'm Liz, I'm 21, I'm from Tempe, Arizona, and my question is, on Friday night I ended up hooking up with this guy, we have lots of chill friends, but we couldn't have sex because he's gonna get hard, and um, so he something the night anyway, uh, left the next morning, and then Sunday night I invited him to something with me and some of his friends, but he declined, and I don't know a question about something else, and that's, I don't know if it's a hint that he just wanted to go and doesn't want to hang out again or if he's embarrassed. So I don't know how to handle that situation. I would love your advice. Thank you. Holy fucking shit. Well, I think he's probably embarrassed. Uh, That could be initially why he didn't hang out with you or return your phone call. Definitely don't call him again. Just, like, just leave it, okay? You put yourself out there. Just leave it. Don't embarrass yourself. Take the hint. He's either embarrassed or he just doesn't like you and and, and it's not meant to be. But you will find out because time will tell. Either way, you're both going to survive and you're great and he's crazy not to love you. But maybe he already does. Area uh, code so
1: 619?
2: Yes. Hi, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from?
1: My name's Rich. I'm 32. I'm calling from San Diego.
2: What is going on with you?
1: Well, I've listened to you before I haven't haven't listened to you in a while. And, uh, I was listening to your little rant just there and I think you just need to focus on, on your life and not so much on relationships, you know? I know, but the funny thing
2: is, uh, well, I, but the funny thing is, and I don't know, I'm sure if you have a mother or a sister or an ex-girlfriend or a current girlfriend, you'll find that or if you've ever watched a romantic comedy in your whole life, uh, You'll find that women are—we're multifaceted. We're capable of having crazy, amazing lives where we do a million things, but we can also think a lot about relationships and overthink way more than men can. And especially, like, you know, during a one-hour period uh, from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Wednesday night, all my fucking, you know, craziness and and all my thoughts about relationships are all going to go into
0: this.
1: this Oh yeah, I, I can understand. I can understand that. I mean, and and I don't know much about what you do outside of this. I'm guessing a large part of what you do is related to the I'm boy crazy thing. Yeah. And which is about about relationships and or it's, you know. And so I don't know. I mean, maybe and you know, I I mean, I disagree, I think I I don't know what the percentage would be, but I think men are just as obsessive about relationships and I think women are more resilient overall. You think I mean, so?
0: Really?
1: To, I, I definitely think so. Yeah. When it comes to like breakups and stuff, I mean, unless women are just really good actresses, I think they just get past it way faster. You know, they just, it's like boom on to something else, you know, whereas I think the average guy, and you know, barring players, of course, the average guy, I mean, maybe you've only dated certain types of guys. I don't know. I don't know what kind of guys you like, but. And I, and you know, I mean, I really think it is that simple to to just focus like yourself. I mean, I'm I'm not a therapist, but just to focus on what you're, you know, and it's unfortunate that what you're focusing on is relationships, right?
2: I so know it, of, it does, it yeah, it does my head in because all I do is write about this stuff, or even when I'm like writing like fake stories, not fake stories on my website, but if I'm like, let's say I'm writing a, a script or a sh- or like I'm making like a little short film or something it's it's always gonna be about just like let's say I'm not comparing myself to Woody Allen at all, but just like he makes movies about relationships and human dynamics and interaction and like things like that, that's what fascinates me. So I make stuff I either write about my own personal stuff or I'm either doing this podcast where I'm asking for other people's uh issues with this kind of stuff and or I'm making like I'm I'm writing short films or scripts about right about relationships and, and dating and all the awkward nuances of that. So,
1: so it comes so up and you're, then also, you're kind of- keeping busy. I mean, I mean, maybe there's a way to diversify your projects. I don't, I don't want to tell you what to do, but you know, okay. So for example, the short films thing, and, and, you know, I'm going to sound really trite here because I don't know you and I don't know your life and what you do, you know, in, in totality, but maybe some of that stuff, like, so you, so you have a knack for writing and, and, and filmmaking maybe diversify into different themes when it's getting overwhelming, you know, or find something artful out of, out of the pain, you know, of whatever it is that you're suffering from. And then, I mean, a lot of times, that, I mean, you talk, you talk about other filmmakers, that's ideally what's happening. You know, I, I don't, I don't know much about again, Woody Allen's personal history, but I would imagine, and you know, there there's a lot of freaky shit with Woody Allen, like you had mentioned. And, you know, you don't really see that in his films, I don't think. But there's yeah. some stuff in there that. What's magical about Woody Allen, and personally, I, you know, I would choose other filmmakers, but is it, you know is the mess that is made into something that's digestible by the public. You know, so you're you're suffering because of X, whatever that is. I mean, turn that into something. You know, instead of, and and you know, I, I, to me, there's beauty in obsession, as long as it doesn't go overboard. And you know what I'm saying
2: well, that's why like, cause I, other things I do are I write for magazines, I speak at high schools and colleges, I do this podcast, I do it too boring to get into, but I feel like when I do this and I'm having a conversation with you, or let's say you know a girl calls in and shes talking about her own angst, it turns off my issues for two seconds, and in a way, my giving her advice is me her, me giving myself advice and a kind of you know what sort I do feel like okay, I cool, I can turn off and I can hear that other people are going through their own bullshit or their own weird insecurities and stuff and it makes me feel less alone so it's just as like therapeutic for me when I do have a horrible breakup or any kind of the many 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 weird bizarre, awkward things that have happened to me in the past yeah I turn those into stories and I turn that kind of like into art stuff so I totally know what you mean like use it and then make it a digestible arty fun thing that helps you work through it like I, I do do that but
1: I, yeah, yeah. I guess I simplified your issues. I, you know, I, I, again, I don't really know you. I caught the tail end. I'm busy, and I'm, I'm sort of like finding a, you know, I, and this was kind of d- of a diversion, but it was an interesting one listening to what you had to say. And, well, I just don't. Know. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, sorry.
2: Well, I just don't. I don't know what the goal is anymore because I find that when I talk about this and I read these articles about, you know, about people I don't know and just women in general, uh, and when I talk to girls I do know or when I speak to you know, teenagers or 20-somethings or whatever, they all seem to be going through the same thing. It's this weird thing where we have, as women, we have this weird subconscious belief that we think, that even some girls, we think we're too smart to even really feel this way, but we still feel this way, that one day we're going to wake up and we're going to go to the supermarket or whatever, or go to that party and meet the guy who will, like, save us or complete us and all this shit. <laughs> So we have that belief going on nowadays in 2012 but then we also have the belief that like no like I'm 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 capable of everything I'm I I don't need a man blah blah it's just this weird conflicted weird time where sometimes I go why do I why do I experience so much inner turmoil um thinking about some guy that I probably don't even like but I, I don't know. It's just confusing. I, I, we're not going to Well, that. I mean, there's some
1: stuff there, and I think a lot of – I think personally, I mean, you know, this is, again, we're, we're speaking in terms of opinions. But if if a guy's opinion, or an average guy's opinion matters, I think – I honestly think both sexes are, are dealing with that. I mean, barring the, the old adage of the woman wanting that, you know, 30% of you wanting that knight in shining armor whatever it is, not that, but you know what I mean
0: and then the rest yeah. of you, you
1: know, I'm, I'm too strong for that, which, I mean, I, I personally, another thought is I, I'm more attracted to the woman that's a little unattainable because they're so independent. You know, I mean, I mean, I think it's an awesome thing for you to admit, and, and I'd be lying if I didn't say it's kind of a nice feeling as a guy because it, not that I want to save someone by any means, but, you know, you mentioned that Mark, that uh, article that Ariel texted you, I mean, you I, I agree that that's. I mean, it's. There's definitely that scenario out there. Like you know, that you talk about the sexual revolution. I mean, there's, there's been a, a flip. I I would say, you know, where women are, way. It, it feels like they're way more in control when it comes to relationships. You know, and so, I don't know. I don't know the solution to that. It, it, you know, I think everyone is just so independent and so, and, and that's I think economically driven. You know, things are way different even than they were 10 years ago, I think, as far as that's concerned. And, I, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't, I don't know where everyone is going to land, you know.
2: I don't know either. And I, I Just like I also, this has nothing to do with that, but maybe. But I also don't know, like, when are we going to stop
1: tweeting all of our
2: thoughts all the time? Is this going to go on forever? Like, when are we going to get bored of doing that? When are we going to get bored of Instagramming? There's like all... And, and trolling people on Facebook, which is already dying out anyway, you troll people other ways. It just feels like everything moves so fast. And I'm such a fucking asshole to even be saying this because I use social networking. I have a fucking blog and a podcast and all that other bullshit. But like, it's like, what is the fucking goal? Like we all want to be independent or famous or what's important. The Kardashians we put on a pedestal. Like I, I, I don't know. Well, I'm you're, bomb- like, you're
1: bombarded by a little bit. I mean, you're in a – I mean, you know, I, I have a little bit of a grief for being in San Diego, but you're in the middle of that shit, you know. But and I feel like
2: – but because of the internet, I feel like we're all reading fucking Perez Hilton or What Would Tyler Durden Do or d or Huffington Post. It's right. Like, you know what I mean? It's I, don't like know, all I don't know if I read – I,
1: I like – yeah, I, I know what you mean, social media in general, yeah. I, I mean, I've just, I've been little by little trying to cut – have I gone past time? I'm sorry. I I don't want to... No, no.
2: No, no. It's interesting. No, we're good. Keep going.
1: Um, I've little by little started to, like, disconnect myself. I mean, as far as Facebook is concerned, I I just have a profile because I'm a graphic and web designer and I just put my work up there, but I I don't accept any invitations. Like, the only people I know are just locally. You know, I had some friends that were just like Made like nut job posts and you know and they're and they're still friends, but i I don't need to be friends with them online you know, and like uh yeah. you know what I'm saying like and 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 other things as well like i I don't know i mean i, well, I personally use it for professional reasons i mean and I used to use it socially and i, I it just was such a waste of time, most of it
2: yeah well i get I get it and i and I you know I use it for work stuff too I'm just like I guess what I meant by all that is like we all. Like everybody wants the next best thing, or now we have an idea of like, I want a guy who looks like Robert Pattinson. I want him to have a big dick. I want him to be really rich and famous and successful, but be really nice to me and do all the right things according to the old school ways. I wanted to pick me up, open my car door, pay for dinner, but you know, I wanted to be okay with me having a job. And maybe I don't want to have kids. You know, like I I'm just totally generalize those, those are
1: really unrealistic demands when you think about it. I know. I, I applaud I know. you for having I, them, you know. It's a difficult scenario. Yeah. I
2: know. I'm just so confused because I feel like, I feel like a lot of women want those things or maybe I'm fucking deluded, but I feel like a lot, I feel like everybody, men and women right now want the next best thing. And, or maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I should just shut the fuck up. And one day I'm going to meet the guy that I fall in love with and he'll be my best friend. And we'll just laugh and we'll, but we're both imperfect, but we'll be perfectly imperfect together. And, uh, and all my fucking bullshit ranting about all this nonsense. Okay, well, what I mean, in some, way in
1: some way you're going to have to discontinue your search in theory, you know, and I don't know how personally you're going to do that. I mean, this is just, again, it's just my opinion, but, like, it, it it sounds to me as though that, like, that's your MO every day, even though I'm sure you have, like, you know, professional goals and you're trying to do things with your life. You said, you, I mean, you got a ton of stuff going on, which is awesome, Professionally, but then you. your mo in the back of your mind is you know you know everywhere I go I got to find somebody and if there, if you could find a way to sort of turn that off a little bit and you know try to imagine that that all of these things not necessarily will fall into place but they'll it kind of will if you you know and this is it's like a really old adage and I'm sure you've heard it but you know when you're when you're finding yourself what your, your purpose Alexi's purpose as opposed to some guy that's when you'll meet that guy and i you know and it's it, it's such a movie line but i think there's a lot of truth to it you know you're uh, right
2: but the funny thing is i feel like i definitely do operate with that with with that mo in the back of my mind or at the forefront of my mind all the time but the weird thing is like i'm so judgmental and i'm so terrified of settling because i too am always looking for the next best thing and even though I don't go to the gym, and I could be better about what I look like, or being smarter, or more whatever, just interesting or whatever. Because who the fuck do I think I am? Uh, I don't even fucking go to the gym, but I'm always thinking like, well, what this I
1: know. You know.
2: <laughs> well, but I'm always I thinking mean, like, but but I'm just trying to finish this really quick. I just I'm always thinking like, is this the person I want to align myself with? Is this the person? Like, is he? Does he have all the things on my on my fucking Checklist vibe, but like, I don't know. I think I have this idea of what I want, but I don't know. Are you tired I'm of not... just
1: fucking? Are you tired of just Sport uh, fucking?
2: How dare you? And no, I'm just kidding. Um, am I tired of just fucking? Well, the weird thing is, I mean, I date I'm people. Sorry to put it I... that way. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I hope
1: I didn't offend you. <laughs> I, love I,
0: it. I, I mean, you you, it. I was
1: half joking, but, but what <laughs> I meant was, are you tired of just like, you know, What's a better way to put that? I don't know. No, Dating. I get okay.
2: it. No, I get it. You're good. You're good. Uh, well, I'm not just fucking because I date people and I I, I have little mini relationships and stuff, but then, then I get bored really easily and I get dis- disenchanted and people don't hold my attention because maybe I'm choosing the wrong people. Like, I I, I don't know what it is. And I – but, yeah, I definitely I, – I do get tired of – I don't love the idea of just having sex with somebody because they're good-looking or because – I don't do that anymore. I used to do that, like just because like they chose me or they're good looking. I definitely need to have like, I definitely always need to have a man treat me well and, and have some kind of, um, like, we have a, we have to have like a nice connection or something or some kind of intimacy thing where like, you know. So that's at least I'm I'm doing that anyway. Now I'm completely ranting. Um, I don't know if this has helped you. Or helped or confused anybody out there. Well, some, some of the
1: stuff you said resonated, and you know, I like you. I have to, get, you know, this is this is kind of like a diversion for me. It's actually I I, I like listening to your show every so often. I haven't been in a while, um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I got something out of it. I love getting uh, um, another woman's point of view on this type of thing, and you know, hearing it from the other side without without any sort of commitment. You know, just what what's going through. I, I would imagine that your way of thinking your mo is similar to to a lot of women your age you know i feel
2: like it is and i I, I am going to wrap up the show shortly but um yeah i just i'm constantly asking people questions i do want to know like i don't want to miss out on anything i don't want to miss out on having a child and finding out what that experience is like even though i'm not there yet so i ask older women like you know how how did their life play out and i hear about their first relationship i'm gonna say goodbye to you but uh, i'm gonna wrap up the show but uh, even just today i asked some women like in her 50s or 60s like uh, you know if she has kids or if she got married and she just recently got married in her 60s it's her second marriage she has a kid from her first marriage I'm just kind of like I like to ask a lot of questions because I want to learn from you know maybe hopefully I'm not asking all the wrong people questions but uh, I just like to see how other people do it and how it goes and just like I don't know I don't know what I'm searching for I don't think it is just a man I just want to know I don't know I mean, I feel like love is just an important part of life, so that's why I'm fascinated by it. And uh, I'm sure I'm plagued with lots of demons and stuff, but I'm just searching for, because I'm interested in in, in in all these things. Um, I'm interested in getting married twice and having a baby with the first person and then uh, settling down in my 60s with the second person. Um, listen, this is neither here nor there. We've talked a lot about a lot, about a lot of stuff, and now I'm going to say goodbye um thank you you guys so much for tuning into boy crazy radio sponsored by i'm tune in next wednesday same time same place 9 p.m pacific standard time don't forget to do a bunch of fun halloween things okay it's only october once a year follow me on twitter please at i'm boy crazy. you can also subscribe to boy crazy radio on itunes Call me and leave a message with your question. Uh, leave me a, a message. I'll keep it under a minute. Don't include your telephone number because I will play it on the following broadcast of Boy Crazy Radio. The telephone number is 888-666-2045. Uh, if you, the listeners out there, want to submit your music and, more importantly, your version, or, like, will you guys please just write me a Boy Crazy theme song? I would love that. Can we do, like, some kind of weird competition? Or I'll just play a different theme song every week. And we'll figure out which one is cooler. Uh, email me an MP3 of whatever song it is that you want to send me to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject, music, or theme song. Um, and I'm going to play us out with this tried and true song that I just love, single, A Lil Wayne. And you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
1: Offer coverage not available everywhere. For discounted phones, excludes taxes surcharges, charges. Roaming and premium contents subject to new line thirty-six dollar activation fee. Credit valid for plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans or call 1716 eight hundred one seven sixteen Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract validity of reward card requires online registration.